Now, what is the correct way to pronounce your stage name? Uh, just think of two children, kid, kid. <laughs> Do people mispronounce this? <laughs> um, no, people don't mispronounce it, but they'll misspell it. You know, like a lot of people will put K-I-D instead of K-I-D-D, you know what I mean? I run into that a lot. Now, do you actually like being called that name in full, Kid Kid? Do you prefer um, Kid for short? Do you uh, prefer something else? I, pre I really prefer, you know, my my nickname, you know what I'm saying? My street nickname, you know, which is Peanut, you know what I'm saying? A nut for short. But, I, you know, that's the only people like in New Orleans or, you know what I'm saying? If you really, really know me, that's how I always like differentiate the people that just know me from music and people that actually know me for real. Dom, no, just look, just earlier today, we was uh, we was in the mall and they had a had a guy, you know, passing. He was like, "Oh, what's up, nut?" I was like, "Oh, what's up?" You know what I'm saying? For real, you know, because I know one thing: like either you know me like that, or you know some of my people, or you, you know what I'm saying? For real, just been, you know, following me and stuff like that. So, I, I, I prefer that more than anything. So, for further clarification, do you actually prefer peanut or nut out of the two? Um, it really don't matter, you know. Like it, it, it really don't matter. You know what I mean? Even if somebody, you know, when people call me kid. You know what I mean? Because no matter what, just being recognized is, you know, is, is a blessing for me, you know what I mean? For real, because that's what I'm in this for. You feel me? Now, there was also a time in your career where you were going under the name Nut the Kid? <laughs> yeah, yeah, Nut the Kid. Uh, I was Nut the Kid, Peanut Flame. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That was uh, during uh, the squad up days, yeah. Why the name change ultimately to Kid Kid? Um, because it was I felt like it was kind of too long for one, and um for two, it was like it really like real talk. It started from like a Madden game, you know what I'm saying? From Madden game and you know just talking shit on Madden and you know what I'm saying? You know you killing a nigga like you know when you killing a nigga on the game you just talk all kind of shit. And it became like, you know, holla at the kid, nigga. No, nigga, then I, I fucked around, intercepted the ball, let's go right back. And they're like, no, nigga, holla at me twice, nigga, kid, kid. And and it kind of like stuck with me because I, cause that person that I played, you know what I'm saying, that I was playing against, we ended up, you know, he came to the studio with me. And I'm just constantly talking shit to him about the shit. And then Wayne heard it, and Wayne ended up saying it on the song. And when once Wayne said it on the song, it just kind of like stamped it, you know what I mean? And I stuck with it from there. Do you remember what the name of the song in reference is? Uh, it was probably like uh, probably like the like squad like squad up uh three, you know what I mean? Like around squad squad three. Um, what, what fucking song? What song this was, man? Um. I can't think of that exact song, but it was around like Squad 3 around that time. And historically speaking, when it came to your actual stage name, that's on DSPs and things of that nature, uh -huh. was it always just Kid Kid on those yeah. DSPs or was it yeah, like yeah, any yeah, of the nut it, names? Yeah, it was Kid Kid. It was always, uh, it was always Kid Kid. Yeah. Care to share your race?
mm. ethnicity, or nationality. Yeah, um, I'm 100% nigga. Uh, <laughs> I don't know what else to say. <laughs> and what's the main language you speak at this point? Uh, New Orleans slang. Yeah. Which, which, <laughs> which, 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 which could fall under the English language. Yeah, it can. Yeah. Now, be that as it may, ever took a foreign language class in school, perhaps? Man, what's crazy is I did. Um, you know, I think every everybody, if you ever went to school, I'm pretty sure, you know, once you get to high school, you got to be in those, uh, you know, foreign classes, you know, foreign teaching classes. Um, mine was uh, Spanish. It was Spanish and French, like, at the same time. Yeah. And how many grades did you take of each? Was it just that one school year or multiple school years for you? Um, no, nah, it was just that one school year, for real. And if you can recollect back in those school days, was that a requirement or an elective for you? Um, It was a requirement. You know, it was a requirement, you know, like they chose that class, you know, like for me or whatever. Mm -hmm. And was it a requirement just to have a foreign language or was a requirement Spanish or French? Um, You know, like once the school, once the school year starts and everything and it's time to, uh, you know, to go there once school starts, you go there on the first day or whatever and, you know, you got to go up and you get your... Uh, you know, your card, you know what I'm saying? It's a card where it tells you all the classes that you have, you know, and it just was on it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Now, did you take either of those foreign language classes serious back in those days? Did um, you try to learn it? Did you try real, to give it an honest talk, shot? Man, I'm going to keep it 100 with you, bro. Like, like no matter, like, how bad I was in school, how many times I got expelled, all that, bro. Like, I ain't played no games, like, when it came to... You know, like school, like for real, in school, I really made good ass grades, bro. You know what I'm saying? And graduated and everything, real talk. Um, but yeah, I took that shit serious. You know what I'm saying? Like I was good at it when I was, when I had to do it. You feel me? But I can't remember none of that shit now. <laughs> it's fucked up, you know what I'm saying? For real, because I always like try to think about that. I'd be like, yo, like, man, I was good at this shit. Like, how, how I can't remember it now? Like, it's crazy. Do you remember the school you attended back in those days for yeah. those two classes? Yeah, yeah, you know what I'm saying? Um, Frederick A. Douglas, Frederick A. Douglas High School. You dig in the name of, of St. Claude, Nelva. Let's go. And when it came to your education, how far did you ultimately get with that? Yeah, um, you know, I graduated, you know what I'm saying? I graduated high school. You feel me? Like, after that, it was, you know what I'm saying? It was at a, it after that, for real. So, never furthered the education after high school? Nah, nah. And what was the decision-making back in those days at that time in your life? There are some that well, do, there's some that don't. Yeah, well, I ain't gonna front, man. For me, it was more of like, like, right after, because right after high school and everything, I was already, like, rocking with Lil Wayne and doing the squash shit and stuff like that. So I was just like, all right, you know what I mean? You know, I'm gonna travel and I'm gonna do this and I'm gonna, you dig? Fuck with the rap shit. So, you know, I was doing that from there. Mm -hmm. 
Any regret with that on how everything's played out up until this point? Um, nah, man, I don't have no regrets at all. I don't have no regrets at all, man, because I, I know, like, how much, like, that shit saved me from a lot of a lot of things also, you know? So, like, ain't no regrets at all. Care to share, excuse me, care to shed some light on what that saved you from? It saved me from being dead in jail. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? For real, like, um, you know, like, most of my partners and that thing, you know what I'm saying? Like, even now to this day, like, most of my close homies and shit, everybody dead, you know what I'm saying? Uh, in jail right now. So, I know for a fact, like, without traveling and seeing the world and being in the studio at certain times and stuff like that, you know what I mean? I'd be right there. You know, for real, I'd be right there. Now, what is the biggest misconception of you at this point? Um, the biggest misconception, I would say that people underestimate me, you know? Um, like, you know, when, when they see me or whatever, like, if, if you actually, like, if you don't know me, I'm gonna say that, like, if you don't know me, like, you will probably, like, underestimate me, you know? Like, you'll probably think, like, either, either you feel like I can't rap the way that I actually rap, you know, you know what I'm saying? Or you gonna, like, you might think that, like, uh, I don't know the things that I know, you feel me? For real, but, you know, they, they learn, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? They learn. And where does the misconception of that nature stem from? Um, just by the way I kind of am. Like, I'm a real, like, quiet dude. Like, I don't say much. I like to listen. I like to listen and observe. You feel me? So, like, if you ever was to really, really, like, be around me, like, I'm, I'm a real, like, quiet dude. You know what I'm saying? Because I like to learn. Like, no matter how much I feel, like, I know I know there's always more to learn. You feel me? So I'd rather sit back and listen to everybody talk, see what they know, see what he knows, see what he know. You know what I'm saying? And I apply it to what the fuck I already know. You know what I'm saying? To try to excel further, for real. Now, were you always like this? Did you always embody this characteristic or characteristics, or yeah. did you grow into this? Yeah, nah, I was always like that. You know what I'm saying? You know, I grew up with, you know, like my uncles and you know what I'm saying? My grandmother and stuff like that, where they always told me, shut the fuck up and listen. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? For real. And so, you know, but you but you know, after being around a bunch of like like older people, because I always hung with a lot of older people. And just being around a bunch of older people, you know, you, you wanna pick up stuff from them, you know what I'm saying? You know, you wanna pick up their good habits, you know what I'm saying? Learn from their bad habits. You feel me? And you know, I just you know, became a sponge. What is your opinion on the phrase, the loudest one in the room is the weakest one in the room? Mm, that's true. That's true. Because most people that I feel like that just want to be loud, they just want to be seen. You know what I'm saying? They just want the attention and stuff like that. You feel me? It's really because they don't really have nothing going for themselves once they get out of that element. Like once they get home, they probably just lonely and fucked up and 
You know what I mean? Shit like that, like real talk. So, so like for a lot of people, once they get around certain people or a certain group of people, they gotta be loud. They wanna be seen so bad. <laughs> you get what I'm saying? For real, you know? When they actually don't have shit. You know what I'm saying? For real, so. You know, I, I feel like it's, it's a very true saying. What about this phrase? Mm-hmm. A closed mouth doesn't get fed. That's true too. That's true too. You gotta learn how to talk to people. You know what I'm saying? And you're like, you don't have to be demanding of shit. You know what I'm saying? But just know how to talk to people. You know, learn how to, you know, uh, how I wanna put it. Um, because you know, like you can ask a person for what you want, right? But it's the way how you ask that person. So you need to learn how to actually talk to people. Now, when it comes to the original question at hand, which was what the biggest misconception of you is, and you mm-hmm. stated what that was, mm-hmm. have you lost opportunities from that misconception of you? Um, no, I actually haven't. Like I actually haven't, for real. Um, I, I can't. I can't. I can't say that I have. Craziest rumor you heard mm. about yourself? Oh, say, <laughs> so, bro, it's so many. I ain't gonna lie, it's so many of them. So many of them, bro. You know I'm from the hood, right? Yeah, you know I'm saying for real. Yeah, my mom amazing, man. So it's gonna be all kind of it, man. It's been so many crazy rumors, even up to this day, bro. It's it's a lot of rumors that did, that don't sit well with me, you know what I'm saying? It's a lot of rumors I laugh at, you know what I mean, stuff like that. But I would say, uh, you know, because, you know what I'm saying, you know, we doing the interview and the draft stuff like that, when they, you know what I'm saying, streets and along and shit. One of the biggest rumors, right, that people get wrong is that the labels dropped me. You know what I'm saying? Like, nah. And you feel me for real, like um, when it came to my little Wayne situation when I was with Wayne, uh, after the the Ms. officer stuff like that, nah, I walked away from it. You know what I'm saying? You know, it still was phone calls and everything for me to come back. Nah, you know what I'm saying? Did because I'm a man. Now see, see a lot of people. What I learned is a lot of people they judge things and they look at stuff from a dick riding standpoint. Now, when I say a dick riding standpoint, is that <coughs> they feel like, man, if I was in that position, fuck that, I'd be all under this nigga. I'd be kissing these niggas' ass all day, you know what I'm saying? Like, nah, bro, you know what I'm saying? Like, I, I was, just wasn't raised like that. Like, I don't care who you is, what you got, whatever you dig, I'm a man first, you feel me? So if I feel some kind of way, you know what I'm saying, you know you know, I, I can't, I don't want to kill you, you know what I'm saying? I'd rather keep my distance, you know what I'm saying? Um, you know, the same thing like with 50, like, you know, I see that a lot. Like, oh, you did because 50 dropped you. That, no, he didn't, bro, you know what I'm saying? Like, dude, he off doing moves and everything else, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, for, he not focused on, you know what I'm saying, on the music and, you know, I'm around for the music, you feel me? So I got to keep it going, you know what I mean? You know, there's no bad blood, you know, with none of them. You know what I'm saying? I just went to the Wayne concert, uh, like about two months ago, something like that. You know what I'm saying? You know, to go rock with them. You know what I'm saying? I still talk to all of them to this day. 
<laughs> yeah, I mean, for real. And, you know, they, they respect me for this. You know what I'm saying? They respect me for, you know, wanting to get out and handle business on my own. You know what I mean? For real. Uh, a few things here based on what you just said. You mm -hmm. said rock with them. Was that an... Yeah. Uh, uh, alluding to a performance, did you actually perform on stage and touch the mic with them, or? Nah, when I say rock with them, I mean like you know, still talk to them, keep in touch with them, could go around with them, go around them, hang with them. Uh, yeah, you know I'm saying you know, you did pick up the phone and call them, you know what I mean, stuff like that. Because you yeah. used the phrase concert, so I didn't know if that was an actual performance you had a chance oh, to do. Oh, uh, nah, you know, I went there, you know what I'm saying, you know, show love, show support, you know what I'm Pulled saying. Pulled up on them. Yeah, yeah. Got it. Yeah. Now, what about your communication with 50 Cent or G-Unit, things of that nature? When's the last time you've communicated with that? Um, probably, I would say probably like about uh, two weeks ago. Two weeks ago, you know what I'm saying? While they was on tour, um, they was in Utah. I talked to them and stuff. Now, when it comes to those two situations in particular, mm -hmm. you've just described how things ended with those scenarios and continue on mm -hmm. uh, today, but any regret with those decisions you made in regards to each of those uh, oh. music scenarios? No, nah, bro, like I don't, I don't, you know, I don't live with regrets. You know what I'm saying? For real, like, you know, like, nah, there's no regrets at all, you feel me? Like, it's, it's not nothing that's, stopping anything or nothing like that, you know what I mean, for real. And like I said, you know, I still could pick up a phone, you dig, and look, hey, let me, you know, whatever, so, you feel me, nah, no regrets at all. Do you miss any of those times, the G-Unit days, the Squad Up days? Um, uh, well, you know, like, yeah, you know, sometimes, you know, you sit back, you know, and you think about it, you know what I'm saying? But I like, I'd rather like create like my own memories of me and my family, you know what I'm saying? Me and my folks, you know what I'm saying? Like that, that's more, you know what I mean? Special to me than anything, you know what I'm saying? For real, you know? But it was a, a great experience, you know what I'm saying? For real, I got to learn a lot of shit, see a lot of shit, you know what I'm saying? And I was taught a lot of things at the same time. You mentioned the phrase hood here. Is it a particular hood you represent? Yeah, man, you know, Maison, man. Maison Street, Nightwall, downtown, New Orleans. For real. Now, what is your policy on rumors? You mentioned there are a lot of rumors over the mm -hmm. years about you, but how do you um, handle them? I, I know, because I feel like this, right? Like, if a person, like, it's like this, you know what I'm saying? You only matter to the people that's close to you, right? So it's like... You know, if a if a if a person could jump out the window off of a rumor, knowing that they they know you, you know what I'm saying? Then that's they don't need to be around you from the jump. <laughs> you get what I'm saying for real. So, you know, I don't pay attention to none of that. You know what I mean? Because the people that need to know, they know. Now, what about questions? Mm -hmm. Is there a question you receive you dislike getting asked? Something. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, what, man? When you dropping something new? <laughs> you know, look, I hate that question. I'm gonna tell you why. Because you'll be to just drop some shit like 
three days ago, you know what I'm saying? And they still be like, yo, man, what the next one you drop? Bro, I just dropped this shit three days ago, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, damn, brother, me. You know what I'm saying? Now, do you think these are people that know you dropped something three days ago, or that's just Some, a, sometimes an icebreaker? Some, nah, sometimes it's not. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes it's not. And, um, and I tell people that all the time, you know, that's why I don't, you know, I don't take too much offense to it, you know what I'm saying? And when they do ask me, I just let them know. Like, look, I just dropped this three days ago, woo, woo, woo. Now, sometimes there'll be people like, yeah, bro, I got that already, but, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> when the next thing on, man, come on, man, you know what I'm saying? Let me breathe. <laughs> now, speaking of music and releases and things of that nature, mm-hmm. how do you operate when it comes to your releases these days? Is it well, I'll let you explain. I don't want to put any yeah, words yeah. in your mouth here. Well, um, now nowadays, man, it's like, you know, people got so much of a short span for music. So it's like, if you ready to put something out, you just, you got to put it out. You know what I'm saying? Um, but, you know, like I've been, lately I've been working on, you know, like getting my marketing and all that type of shit together. You know what I'm saying? Um, so, you know, I just, you know, Get with the distributing company and stuff like that, you know what I'm saying? Let them know when I want to schedule a release, you know what I mean? And, you know, put it out, see what it does from there, you know what I'm saying? I like to do a lot of shit organically, you know what I mean? Like, I don't, you know, run to all the blogs to post it. I don't pay for streams. I don't, you know what I'm saying? Do all that shit, you know what I'm saying? I want to build my shit organically, you know what I mean? So just for a little bit more clarity, when it comes to releases these days, is it just whenever you artistically feel like releasing? Is it a quota, perhaps? Are you the type that, hey, I got to drop something once a month or once a quarter or two two albums a year? Nah, it'd be like with me, bro, I just, I record because I try to be in the studio every day. So I record so much to where it's like, all right, when I feel like I'm in a certain mode, because I can record a song every day or whatever, this and that, but then I click and get into a certain mode, you know what I'm saying, to where I might do like 10, 12 songs that's kind of like on that same level and, and it all fits, you feel me? And that's what I base an album on, you know what I mean, or a project on, you feel me? And I release it from there, for real. For real. Do people say you look like anybody? Um, yeah, all the time, you know. People always tell me I look like Denzel Washington. <laughs> now, it's one thing for people to say. <laughs> when I, but I'm gonna say some real <laughs> shit, dude. Like, it was, it was like, um, you know, like a couple of people, like, it'd be like, man, like Kodak Black, but trying to be funny on some shit. You know what I'm saying? I don't know why, but that shit crazy. Now, it's one thing for people to say, you look like anybody. Mm-hmm. But have you ever honestly been mistaken for anyone? Um, nah. Nah. Uh-uh. I don't just say that. Nah. Once upon a time, back in 2015, mm-hmm. You graced the cover of Double XL as a freshman. Yeah. In the freshman class of that particular year. Yeah. Do you remember how you earned that position? Hell uh, yeah. <laughs> By grinding. I, w- I went on a whole campaign. 
You know, I went on the whole campaign. I dropped uh, the mixtape, Rapper's Words Nightmare and everything. You know what I mean? For real. And I actually was voted. And you know what's crazy? That was the I think that was the first uh, issue where, you know, a, no person was actually voted. You know what I'm saying? That spot. For real. The 10th spot. Yeah, for real. Now, back in those days, that particular year, mm-hmm. were you signed? To a record label at that time? Yeah, I was with uh, I was with G Unit. I was with G Unit. Mm-hmm. Now, what did that position mean to you? Not being signed to that label, but that spot on that cover. It meant everything. It meant a lot because you know, just being, you know, in in this industry and just a rapper. Period. You know, you all you came up. Watch, you know, looking at Double XL magazines and reading that and stuff like that, and you know, to be on the cover like was was crazy. Whether it was that, just any kind of cover of any magazine, for real. Um, but what's crazy is that same year I actually was on the cover twice. Once for the uh, uh, the freshman cover, and second was uh, uh, we had the cover with like the whole G on it and stuff like that. You know what I mean? That meant like so much because like at that time my dad was in big in jail. You know what I mean? And you know, he got to see that cover and you know what I'm saying? You know, like that means so much. You feel me? To to a lot of people. For real. That meant a lot to a lot of people to see me on it. And speaking of G Unit, was that the mm-hmm. first year you were signed to G Unit? Uh, was it the first nah, nah, it wasn't the first year. It wasn't the first year. Do you remember when you actually signed? Uh, if it wasn't 2015. Nah, it was like, I think it was like either 13 or 12. Let me see. It got, it, it, it's around, around when I got shot up. So like, we had like 12, something 12. Now, when it came to that 10th spot and that freshman class cover, one of two that year, as you just mentioned. How were you notified? You actually earned that spot and were gonna be on that cover before the actual cover drops to the uh, public. Um, how far in advance do you get the? Um, well, you know, I just grind, 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 and uh, I remember going into the office, the Gene uh, office in New York. I went in there and um. Damn man, I, man, she she'll kill me if she know I forgot her damn name, man. Oh my God, but um, the lady at the time that was uh over the G in the office, she came, you know, what I'm saying came running out there. She was like, "Kid, we got your schedule. You good, kid? You know what I'm saying? This and that, yeah. You know, we got the call from Vanessa. And yeah, you made it, the tenth spot. Blah blah blah." You know, you know what I mean? You know, you got the photo shoot next month, all that, this and that, you know what I mean? So, like, it was cool. It was cool. So just for historical purposes, how much time, when you get that notification in real life, before you actually are publicly seen on that cover? Uh, Is that a month before, <laughs> two months, three months? Um, I think it was, it was, like, really probably about, like, yeah, like a month, like a month. Yeah, and whoever's chosen, it's kept secret 
until yeah. that cover yeah. releases. Was that easy yeah. or hard for you to keep that secret? Did anyone literally um, know about it aside nah, from you and G Unit? Nah, not really. Like it, it wasn't hard to keep the secret because at that time, like you know, I wasn't really like around none of my people. You know what I'm saying to really tell them. And so, so you know, I just was just steady working. You know what I'm saying? Um, you know, just constantly just in the studio and stuff like that till it was time to do the photo shoots and everything like that. What about your own friends and family? Do you notify them before the cover drops or do you wait for the well, cover? Hell yeah, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> hell yeah, I called them and told them. <laughs> hell yeah, for real. Yeah, I'm like, nigga, I got the cover there. I got the cover there, I'm there. What about your father? Yeah. Do you keep that a secret from him and wait for him to see the actual cover in person or? Well, I, I didn't have really have a choice at that time. You know, like, you know, he was in jail and you know, I didn't, you know what I'm saying? You know, I can only talk to him whenever he, you know, can call, you know, so, you know what I'm saying? But, you know, when I when I talked to him, I didn't talk to him until he had the actual cover in his hand and shit like that, yeah, so. You know. And what was his reaction? Oh, man, he was, he, he sounded like he was crying on the phone. <laughs> you know what I mean? You live in on the cover. We got it, Paul. Y'all said it's going crazy for real. He actually took the magazine from somebody else. You know what I mean? Cause the, uh, somebody else in there had had bought the magazine, and you know, and they showed him, you know, and he took the magazine from them. You know what I'm saying? And, and kept it for real. He came home with that with the same magazines too. <laughs> now, what was the reaction from the public? to your achievement um, when that cover released? Yeah, well, you know, like a lot of people was happy that I was getting some, you know, kind of recognition, you know what I'm saying? You know, and you know, of course, you know, like, you know, they had people like, man, you know, man, kid ain't no, ain't no rookie here, that kid been doing this here. You know what I'm saying? For real, yeah, but, you know, for the most part, you did like, you know, people was just happy I was just getting, you know, getting my recognition, for real. <coughs> And what did you think of that class? You were the tenth spot, but aside you, it was Dej Loaf, Fetty Wap, yeah. Gold Link, yeah. K Camp, OG Mako, Rari, Shy Glizzy, Tink, and Vince Staples. Mm -hmm. Shout out to all of them, man. You know what I'm saying? All of them are real, real dope artists. Real dope artists, man. Like, shout out to them, man. For real, for real. And do you actually, all 10 of you are on set at one time for photo shoots yeah. and yeah. video recordings and things yeah. of that nature? Yep. 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 It was, it was fun, man. It was a, you know what I'm saying, a, a great experience. Like, for real. It was fun doing that shit. And what did that, excuse me, what did that achievement do for your career? Um, it did a lot, man. It definitely, um, you know, got my name out there and stuff like that way more than, than I thought it was, you know. Um, and what was crazy is like, you know, a lot of people, you know, they didn't know my story, you know, like they didn't know my story. They didn't know that, you know, I, I've been rapping and stuff like that, you know what I mean? To, to a lot of the people, it was just more of old kids, new guy with 50, with g -Unit. you know what I mean? It's still people to this day, 
that still never put two and two together that I'm the same kid kid from the Mrs. Officer joint. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, like it, it did a lot. It did a lot. And uh, forgot to ask you this when we were talking about reactions and things of that nature. Mm-hmm. But prior to you on the cover of this Double XL magazine, had you been on covers of any other magazines previous to that? Um, yeah, like like local magazines. You know what I mean? Um, a lot a lot of people always you know really did like just show me love. You know what I'm saying? Just because of, you know the person who I am. You know what I'm saying? Um, damn. Uh, what's, the, what's the name of the magazine, bro? I, I wanna, cause they always show me love, bro, and they still do, man, to this day, man. Um, I wanna say, um, damn, man. What's the name of the magazine, bro? We just did something for them. I was I was on a cover on a cover. Of, from from the time when I did the uh, the peanut from Amazing, and they had they had that picture on the cover. Uh, damn man, sorry man, I can't I I can't even think of the name man, but yeah you know like we showing love. Now what's that feeling like when you're on the cover of a magazine? Um, it, you know, it, it feel good, you know what I'm saying? You know, it feel good, you know, because like, just as an artist, period, you know, it just, it like every everything that you accomplish, everything that happens, you know what I'm saying, moving forward, it, it motivates you more, you know, it motivates you more, you feel me? It makes you feel like, yeah, you know, you're not, you're not actually doing this for nothing. You get what I'm saying? So you need all those things, you know, for real. You need those things. But as you're signed to G Unit in 2015, mm-hmm. and you're traveling and things of that nature, because that's a national publication, you could literally at the airport stop at one of the newsstands, <laughs> yeah, and see yourself yeah. on that cover at any oh, given yeah. point while that yeah. magazine is out and available. Yeah. yeah. What's that feeling? Yeah. That be would you do things of that nature just cause? <laughs> of course. You know what I'm saying? It's been a couple of times where I, I, I walk at uh, either like Walmart, Walgreens, um, you know what I'm saying? Wherever, and I see that magazine, like, you know, I'm gonna definitely buy one. You know, I'm gonna buy one for sure, like, just cause. You feel me for real? And, you know, either give it to a family member or give it, up, give it away somewhere. Mm. Now, is that a good or bad thing when you actually go to a newsstand and you see that magazine and your cover on it? Because if that if that magazine is still on the shelf, it hasn't been sold yet. It's still available. So well, would that ever disappoint you? Like, man, nah, all of these should be sold out already. I should nah, even... Not at all, because you don't know the dynamics all the time, you know? They could have been sold out and just have it up and restocked. You know what I'm saying? For real. So, you know, you can't look at it like that. You feel me? real like well me personally you know <clears throat> like you know I, I don't I, I didn't look at it like that you know I just I was just stoked on the fact look at me on the motherfucking cover <laughs> you know what I'm saying for real yeah like let me get this shit for real and then plus you know we in an era now where you know the internet took over everything you know what I mean so a lot of people you know wouldn't really read a book when they could just open their phone and you know what I'm saying? You know, get on a book like that. 
How many copies did you end up personally buying yourself back in those days of that particular um, car? I definitely probably bought more than 10. More than 10. Because we, like I said, you know, like we were traveling a lot of places and I, I kept seeing them. And every time I see one, I buy one. You know what I mean? I see one, I buy one. You feel me? For real, sign it, give it away. And I've got one more double XL uh, freshman question for you. But before I ask you that, which cover meant more to you that year? The one of the freshman class or the G unit one? Uh, I would say, I would say, uh, shoot, I can't really put one above the other, bro. You know what I'm saying? I really can't. You know what I mean? I can't put one above the other, man. Like. Both of them, you know, just, you know, both of them was telling my story, you know? So, you know, and that's, that's that was always like my main goal is to, you know, get my story told. And here's that final question, okay? Let's say, and this is generally speaking, mm -hmm. okay? But um, let's say that there's someone in the audience that is going to end up being on the freshman class cover themselves. Mm -hmm. Anything you would say to that person listening or watching this? Oh, man, yeah, man. Uh, <laughs> go hard. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Go hard. For real, you know. Uh, hey, your rap's ready. You know what I'm saying? You know, for real. Make sure you put on a, a standout performance. You know what I'm saying? Um, you know, definitely have your like, outfits together. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you feel me? And, uh, and have fun. You know what I'm saying? Have fun, man. Network with all the other artists that's around, you know? For real, man. You know, have fun, man. Enjoy the moment. All right. And um, out of all those uh, names in that class, did you... Uh, Build any um, special relationships with any of those? Yeah. Any personal bonds out of those um, other nine? Yeah. That developed from that moment yeah. there? Yeah. Yeah. You know, I was rocking with a, with a couple people. A couple people out of the class. Any names you care to share? No. Um, you know, it's a couple of them. You know what I'm saying? A couple of them, they, they know what it is. You feel me? You know, I don't want to, you know, we didn't, you know, say too much. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Got to, got to, they say, got to keep it P. No problem there. <laughs> okay, now I want to ask you this. Now, in that previous portion of questions, when was asking you about uh, G-Unit and things of that nature and that XXL freshman cover, you mentioned the fact that there was a time in your life when you were shot. Yeah. yeah. Uh, how many times were you shot? Six times. On one occasion? Yeah. Yeah. Is that something we can talk about? Uh, yeah. 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 A few questions here about that. Mm -hmm. Now, what part of the world did that take place in? Uh, in New Orleans. 
Do you remember what age that was in your life? Um, that was like in 2012. You know what I'm saying? Like right, right when I was like meeting 50. You know what I'm saying? For real, it was just so much shit just going on at that time. You know what I mean? And um, you know, shit got caught. You know what I mean? For real. And where on your body were you shot exactly? Um, you know, like the belly. You know what I'm saying? You know. Like all, all I mean, belly and all, in my uh, lower area, stuff like that. Mm -hmm. Still got a bullet in my leg. Just one? Yeah, still just got one in my leg. The leg is at the hospital. <laughs> yeah. Now for those in the audience that's never been shot by a gun before, mm -hmm. what does that really feel like? Uh. I'm gonna say like everybody probably got different experiences, bro, because like when it happened to me, I guess like the adrenaline or whatever, like I ain't feel nothing. Like I ain't feel it. You know what I mean? Like, you know, I, I didn't feel the bullets and stuff, but I couldn't move at the same time. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, you know, I, I couldn't move. Like, you did for real. Like from the waist down, like I was just stuck. Like I couldn't move. But, you know, I, I didn't I didn't really, you know, feel the, the pain and stuff like that, you know what I mean? For real, I was just full stone, man. I was just like, man, call my kids, man. Like, you know what I'm saying? For real, I wanted because I, I ain't gonna lie, I thought it was over for me. You get what I'm saying? For real, I, I just wanted to talk to my kids before I go. You know what I mean? For real, yeah, man. It happened right in front of my mom, though. You know what I'm saying? In front of my mom. You know what I'm saying? Like, it was just, it was crazy out there. It's crazy. Your mom actually saw it take place? Yeah. I was actually, I was in the middle of a conversation with her. I was dropping her off. Were you, in fact, able to speak to your kids during that moment as well? Nah, uh-uh. Nah, man, everybody was, you know what I'm saying? Like hollering and screaming and, and you know what I'm saying? I'm just like, man, call, man, call my kids, man, call my kid. You know what I'm saying? Like, man, let me talk to my son, you know what I'm saying? Call my kid. But I was just, you know, a little hype and shit. And also just for transparency, you mentioned that it was adrenaline you were feeling, uh, but what about drugs? Were you under the influence of any drugs yeah, during that moment? I wasn't at all, bro. I was dropping my, I was coming from my daughter's birthday party, dropping my mom off home. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like it wasn't dude, I wasn't on no drugs, no nothing, you know what I mean? For real. For and real. did you have a near death experience at all? Um, oh, nah, 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 I would say, I would say when I, when I found myself getting into like like the hospital, the actual hospital, you know what I mean? Cause I was, I guess they had me like sedated either there or from the loss of blood, I was just like in and out of, you know what I mean? Not conscious, whatever this and that. And uh, but I know when I got to the hospital, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I could hear, I could hear the nurses and shit talking, right? 
and they just saying all kind of fucked up shit, bro. Like, it's like, another one, yeah, he ain't gonna make it, he gonna die, and just, they all kind of shit like that, so I'm, like, in my mind, I'm saying, they gonna let me die in this fucking hospital, I'm gonna be, yeah, I'm saying, be fucked up for real, like, so, like, that's, <laughs> like, that was, that was, on uh, the time, like, you know, I felt like, you know, like that, it might be over for me, yeah, because I'm like, they ain't gonna do their fucking job, if they talking like that, you know what I mean? For real. Let me be a little bit more specific here, though. Mm-hmm. Near-death experience, as defined by Oxford languages, is an unusual experience taking place on the brink of death and recounted by a person after recovery, typically an out-of-body experience uh, or a vision of a tunnel of light. Uh, well, nah. Nah. I didn't. Just curious there. Nah, I didn't. Now, you mentioned one bullet is still in you. When yeah. it came to the other bullets, did any of them just go through you? Were some of them removed? I really I really don't know, for real. Like, when I got out of, uh, like, because once I made it to the hospital and that thing, you know, like, they told me how many times I've been shot. But, you know, like, by that time, you know, I'm, I'm you know, I'm up. You know how they, they just dated me, they had to... You know what I'm saying? Give me a colostomy bag, all kind of other shit. And while they was doing all that shit, you know, I'm knocked the fuck out. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So when I got up, you know, when I woke up, you know, I had the colostomy bag on and I had staples in me, all kind of shit like that and that thing. And, you know, when the nurse came in there, you feel me? You know, she let me know, like, you know, yeah, you know, you were shot six times and, you know what I mean? Stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Is it a possibility that one bullet that's left in you can still come out at any given moment? Yeah, that should be poking out like a motherfucker, like, you know. I'm sure, you know, it, it could, you know, come out, you feel me? But and somehow I, I feel like, well, if they didn't get it out, it's probably there for a reason, you know what I'm saying? So I don't really want to just fuck with it, you know? Can it do any further damage in your body, just being it in your body? so far, so... You know what I mean? And the time you got shot, it's been years now since that time, uh-huh. right? It's 2023 at this point. Exactly. But do you, at that moment when that happened, did you refrain from certain activities just to prevent that bullet from doing any further damage Man, that it could have? Hell nah. <laughs> hell nah, bro. Like, I was, like, when that happened, bro, I, I was. I was an ignorant little dude, you know what I'm saying? Like, I still had, a, like, an ignorant mentality. So, like, my first day out the hospital, you know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm, I'm you know, I'm outside, like, you know what I mean? For real, like, tripping. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Tripping, though, for real, bro. Like, tripping. A few more questions here about this incident. When it comes to that particular bullet, any sensitivity to weather changes where that bullet's located? Uh-uh. Nah. Nah, it's like that motherfucker just there. Like, <laughs> no issue when it rains, no issue in the winter time when nah. it gets colder and the temperatures drop. Nah. It's like it's just there. Have you experienced a metal detector or metal wand since no, no. the incident? Nah, that's what's crazy too. Nah, <laughs> nah, the metal detector don't go off or none of that neither. 
So you have gone through one, just nothing, no sounds. Of course, of course. You know, you always go through, you know what I'm saying, where you catch a flight. So, you know what I mean? Or either just walking through a club, you know what I'm saying? You know, going inside the club and never go out. Do you know the caliber of those six bullets? Yeah, um, nigga shot me with a, um, with a carbon. You know what I'm saying? Carbon 15. You know what I'm saying? They shot at me 42 times, but I was just only hit six. And you were the intended target. Yeah. Not an innocent bystander. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, man. For real. Which just for clarification, you were the target or the bystander? Nah, I was the target, bro. <laughs> yeah, man. Okay, winding down here. Looking back, what was your key to the survival of those gunshots? Um... How do you think? Stay you low, cause I was I was sitting in the car, right? I'm sitting in the car, and my mom, you know, like I said, I'm just dropping my mom off. So she's in her doorway. I'm right in front of her door, and you know, I'm talking to her and blah 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 blah. blah. So I went home and then walked up. I looked, like it was so crazy, bro. Like I had enough time to make a phone call, cause I'm seeing a dude fidgeting. You know what I'm saying? So boom, like I'm making a come like man, man, get around here, man, cause woo woo woo. So I, I do that, fam. By this time they start busting, pulling and then loose. I'm screaming at my mom, like, get in the house. You know what I'm saying? But she just standing right there, you know what I mean? For real, bro. So I'm worried, you know, cause I don't want no straight bullets hitting her, you know what I mean? And I'm looking up at her, and like I said, I'm in the car. So they really like hitting the car, whatever, they shooting the car. And I'm ducking down. So now I'm like, damn. So I know I'm not getting hit, though. So I'm like, damn. Let me try to crawl out. You know what I'm saying? On the passenger side. You feel me? Crawl from the driver's side to the passenger side. You know, like that was my plan. To, to crawl out from the passenger side and, and take out. You feel me? Hit the alley and take out. But once I... It's like... Once I, I, I tried to slouch over to the passenger side, that when I started feeling them, bitter. pow, pow, pow. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I started feeling them. I'm like, damn. So by the time I opened the passenger door, I just fell out that bit. Boom, and I couldn't move. So now I'm, I'm laying on side the car, and all I can do is like look under the car, and I, and I see the nigga feet. And he just, he's still just you're digging this mold, just shooting. You know what I'm saying? So I'm thinking, like in my mind, I'm thinking, nigga about to come stand over me, and you ever finish the job, but. You know, but you know what I'm saying? You know, grace of God, you know what I'm saying? You know, they just, I just saw the feet just turn around and, you know what I'm saying? You know, and they took off. So I was like, damn. So now, you know, I'm just on the ground, you know what I'm saying? Bleeding for real. For real. Now, in this instance, you were shot at 42 times, six actually hit you. Mm -hmm. But what do you make of the fact that there are some that get shot just one time by one bullet? Yeah. And they're not even able Man, to speak listen in an to interview. Me. I, I know a guy got shot in the leg, bro, and didn't make it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, man. Um, I just felt like, like situations like that let you know that you're here for a reason. You know what I'm saying? And let you know that your job not done. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? For real, for real, you know. For real. You mentioned God here in this portion of questions. Mm-hmm. Do you follow religion by yeah. any chance? Yeah, I do. Yeah. 
Care to share what? Um, I really don't know what religion. I believe in God. Uh, I go to church when I can. Um, I pray. You know what I'm saying? Um, I do believe in a higher power. I do believe everything happens for a reason. Um, you know, I don't know what you know. What more can I say? You know. And growing up, were you raised to follow religion, or was this something you chose on your own? Uh, I would say that's something I really had to like, really choose on my own. You know what I mean, for real. And uh, what age, what grade, when you make a decision? Um, once I got older, bro. Once I became an adult, for real, for real. You know what I'm saying? And really started like realizing like how blessed I am. Like once you go to seeing, once you go to seeing like how much bullshit going on around you, you know what I'm saying? And you go to seeing how much like you actually surviving it, you know what I'm saying? And you still here and you feel me? And, and, and just knowing that at any given time that could have been you that that happened to and just all that, it just make you realize, like, man, I'm, I'm a blessed little dude. And especially to make it out of, like, where I'm from, you know what I mean? Because there's no, there's no real outlets, you know what I'm saying? Especially when it comes down to, to the music and shit. You feel me? For real. Like, I know a million niggas that rap, you know? You know what I'm saying? For real, bro. So, it gotta be a blessing, you know what I mean? It gotta be somebody up there that, that chokes me, you know what I'm saying? For real. Anything else in regards to this incident? Oh, you know, shit. Nah. Now, you've mentioned this before, maybe in our previous interviews or even in other interviews, but I'm just asking for context to lead up to the next uh, mm -hmm. topic. But care to share mm -hmm. where you were born? New Orleans, Louisiana. And care to share where you were raised? Maison Street and Nine Wall. All around the Nine Wall. It did from the desire to And do you still reside in New Orleans today? Nah, nah I moved from out that motherfucker. <laughs> it's, it's wicked. For real. <laughs> what age were you when you officially left? Um. I would say, man, I officially left, bro, as soon as I started rapping and started traveling. See, like, once I once I started traveling and shit, that made me, like, any excuse I could have to get from out of, you know what I'm saying, to get from out of the city, I'm gone. I don't care what it is, you know what I'm saying? If I got to sleep at a rest stop, you know what I'm saying? For real, you hear me? Shit like that, like, I was making up any excuse, you know what I'm saying, to roll. So it was like, once I finally... You know, guys got a little money and shit. You know what I'm saying? Who, man, get from out of that. But home is always home. So it's like, no matter where I live, that I'm always spending the day 90% of my time out there and shit, trip. When's the last time you visited New Orleans? Uh, Probably about last month. About to be back over there in about 10 more days. <laughs> Now, circumstances could be different for everyone, so mm -hmm. generally speaking here, but can you give the audience mm -hmm. five tips visiting New Orleans? Oh, uh, make sure you stay in a tourist area. 
Um, if you know, like, you know, because a lot of people that, that go down there, they be like, oh, I got people out there, da, da, da. You make sure you know what your people are into out there. You know what I'm saying? Before you just trying to hang with them and shit like that. Uh, when you go uh, get some food and that thing, man, go on fucking, you know what I'm saying? Go to the, the real spots and get some food, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, go to Cajuns and shit. Go to fucking uh, Maro's, you know what I'm saying? Larry Maro's. Uh, what that is? Three? Four? Uh, I would say... Uh, don't get too drunk, you know what I'm saying, and go down too far past Bourbon, down Bourbon Street, you know what I'm saying, don't, don't, look, look, stay with that like three, four blocks, you know what I'm saying, for real, once you go past them four blocks, hey, hey, it might not be for you, bro, don't do it, bro, hey, hey. <laughs> but tip five, um, Mm, I think that's plenty of money. Stay safe.